You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I am the color man, Big Dev. Tee I'm Ellie. What's up? Uh, I'm still Dave. The... Uh, and, and I'm Calvin. I'm, I'm Calvin. You? All right. We're all here. We, we got through that one. We did. <laughs> the game's all Good here. Guys. It's, it's almost <laughs> like that wasn't the second time we tried to do that. I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go us. <laughs> Go. You know, we're still working out the kinks. This is the first time we've done uh, one of our shows. Well, second time, technically, that we've done one of our shows through Zoom during the quarantine. So, you know, there'll be a few bugs here and there, but we will work through them and uh, it'll be good. <laughs> so uh, today, Kelvin is going to be our historian. We're going to be talking about the uh, the flu or the Spanish flu, as it was called back in uh, 1918. And before we do that, as always, it's time for a shot. What? Oh, check it out. I have this really cool shot glass. Oh, au contraire. I have this really oh, cool mine shot. Is you have the one. coolest shot glass, Dave. Let's be honest. And these are the oh. ones that I got from the Clash of Ages show that I did with Shot of History. Yes! <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Dave's Cheers. glass looks like you have chosen poorly. <laughs> <laughs> mine is a Masonic shot glass for the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania. I have a white claw. Apparently. <laughs> You're the winner. Ellie wins. White Claw number four today. Woo! Not to be confused with Mambo number five. Correct. Yeah. All right, Kelvin. Okay, all right. Thank you. Historian. Are you sure you want Cal to do a show with his spotty Wi Fi? Actually, no, I reset my whole Wi Fi. Everything's good. And Wi Fi has been going out the last few days because. The internet has not been ready, which will lead me into the topic. The the inter, the internet infrastructure has not been ready for the amount of people that are now at home, working yep. from home, right. over the internet, right? And so uh, mm-hmm. that was not something that I think any of the providers planned for, um, was, hey, what happens if there's a global pandemic and everybody has to work from home? I don't think anybody builds that into their uh, into their business plan. No, they don't. And again, it's the first time we're all going through something like this. So, and and I'm on the I'm on Wow Internet. Uh, So we record in Michigan. So Wow is a a regional uh, internet provider in the on the east coast along the east coast in in the Midwest. And uh, it's been spotty, but when I got it, I'm like, it's cheap. It's fast enough, but it's the Sprint. Of, uh, of, yeah. of, of the internet. So it's not really <laughs> been that great. And so it's interesting how we've had to adapt in the 21st century to all of this. And so that kind of brings us to people having to adapt to a new normal after the pandemic, the, the flu pandemic of 1918. So that's, that's the topic we're going to be talking about uh, today, so not a not a person. Uh, there are no missing appendages or anything in this episode. Uh, although I'm sure 
if I dug far enough, there are people who probably lost appendages. I mean, my show is on the first one's missing appendages too. So is it? This is. <laughs> yeah. I feel. And I feel like we should have had a memo where all of us should have had somebody <laughs> who was missing at least some extremity. That. That's. <laughs> Look, there's there were probably people who had complications of the Spanish flu, Spanish flu, who had missing appendages because there's currently a at least. One person, and there's a Broadway actor who is getting a leg amputated because from complications from COVID. And, and see, that's what I was getting at. That's really? totally what I was getting at. So yeah. there are probably some people who were born without them who have COVID, and the people who uh, who might lose something. I don't know. I'm not a medical doctor. We'll be doing that on my show on my show later on tonight. But either way, we're going to be talking about the uh, the flu Same pandemic in 1918. Yep. Uh, we're going to be talking about this. Uh, uh, the flu pandemic of 1918. Now I feel like uh, Ellie in the last episode, assuming these are going out in chronological order. So sometimes this is called the Spanish flu, which interestingly enough, the CDC has moved away from naming uh, pandemics or epidemics after the area where they were found because tend to find the people from those areas get uh, you know, bullied. Uh, they, no. they literally are getting attacked. I mean, it's it's insane. So yeah, it's definitely better to not call it uh, the name of like the country of origin or the the area of origin. Just give it a different name, and that would ease that whole thing. Yeah. So uh, the this. So I'm. I'll probably call it the Spanish flu, probably because I'm drunk. So that'll happen uh, rather than the 1918 flu pandemic. So those are synonymous with each other. So uh, obviously this is a, um, it's in its name. It was a flu pandemic, but it was, it was abnormally lethal. It was abnormally lethal. Like right now we have flu season that comes around um, right before all this COVID-19 stuff happened. Uh, which is actually why we're doing this episode. I thought it'd be interesting to look at the last pandemic that we had. Um, mm-hmm. Right before this became a huge issue in the United States, uh, and those first reports started coming out of uh, Wuhan, China, about COVID, my job had a a flu shot clinic. So they they brought in these doctors to like give us the flu shot and things like that at my job because we have so many people, you can't just leave work and go get the flu shot or whatever. So it's like, hey, you got all these employees, let's, let's just do this. None of them could prepare for this, which there is no vaccine now. But the vaccine that we were all taking at work a few months ago, or whenever somebody says, go get a flu shot, it's because of this pandemic of 1918. So anyway, uh, so here's, <laughs> here's the interesting thing. Uh, this pandemic lasted from 1918. We call it the pandemic of 1918, but it lasted from 1918 until 1920. Hmm. I feel like nobody, nobody today wants to hear that. I think David posted a meme where it said time traveler. Oh, what time year traveler is it? Comes back yeah, yeah, what, what year is it? Me. Oh. The first year of the core. The first year of the pandemic. Me. The what? (laughs) (laughs) So um, it lasted from 1918 to 1920. It infected north of 500 million people around the world, Mm -hmm. um, which at the time was 
about a third, maybe a little over a third of the of the of the entire population of the planet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nuts. Um, and death toll, obviously, the numbers even today, you know, almost a hundred years later, we're still not sure exactly what the death toll was. Well, yeah, and they they so, said it was possibly as high as one hundred million or as yeah. low as seventeen million. So yeah, yeah. so I mean, it, it's it's kind of nuts. And if you go online today, which again you didn't have back, you know, back in nineteen eighteen, people are saying, oh, you know, they're just saying people who are dying died of COVID or possibly died of COVID or might have died of COVID related. Like, look, we're a hundred years later and we still don't know what everybody died of. It's true. Nineteen eighteen, right? So this is kind of the way that things work. Your doctors have more bodies than they were planning on piling up in the morgue, and they're digging mass graves in nineteen eighteen, just like they are today in New York. They're digging mass graves as well. So again, kind of like some parallels there, but again, um, the much like today though, I mean, much like today, we're not sure exactly how long this is going on. And the 1918 pandemic, they didn't know exactly how long it was going on as well. You know, it was going on in Germany. Uh, it was going on here in the United States. It was going on in Canada. Well, and you also um, didn't have a 24-7 news cycle to keep you, you did not. appraised you did not. Surprised of everything that was going on. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, but you've got it going on in uh, Europe, United States, Asia, before, before swiftly moving around the world. But the 1918 pandemic became known as the Spanish flu because their head of state became very, very, very sick from this. So even though the Spanish flu did not originate in Spain, or we don't know where it originated, it could have, but we don't know officially because it was other places reported first, um, because their, their leader, their head of state was um, susceptible to this and fell ill to this, it became known as the Spanish flu. Right, and they, there were other countries repressing news about the, yep. the an illness. So, and, and basically it was people that were trying to... Um, they were censored, like World War One censoring. They didn't want to like talk about all these bad things happening in certain places. So, unfortunately, Spain, uh, Spain was neutral. So they kind of got it pinned on them uh, through a series of unfortunate events. Yes, series of unfortunate events. Jim Carrey was running things. Um, sorry, that was a reference to that terrible Netflix. That yeah, terrible Netflix version of the show. Um, Jim Carrey wasn't in the Netflix version. Harris. No, he was in a movie. He was in a movie. It was Neil Patrick Harris in the Netflix version. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, How so, dare you? Um, obviously this was, this was super contagious, super contagious, highly contagious. Um, you, it, and when you were infected, you would cough, you would sneeze, or you would talk. You just talk to someone. Right. If you were a black Pentecostal preacher, like if you ever seen like um, what was uh, what was uh, the comedian uh, Gallagher? He would smash the he would smash the uh, the damn watermelons, and and people would have like the the big plastic sheet to keep the watermelon yeah. from coming up. So same thing in black Pentecostal churches for for our white listeners. I grew up in black Pentecostal churches, um, and uh, we we called that for the first couple rows the spit zone. Because <laughs> a pastor would come down and be like spitting on you and shit talking like like you would see it and you're like oh hopefully it's blessed I don't know but um so anyway uh no, infected person yeah if, yeah yeah if you coughed on a person you sneezed on a person or if you just talked um 
respiratory droplets. Uh, they were they were gener- they're generated. They're transmitted through the air, uh, and they they could be en- inhaled by anybody nearby. So you're probably seeing stuff like this on the internet now about COVID nineteen. Same kind of same kind of thing. This is how viruses spread. Now we have a vaccine for the flu pandemic of nineteen eighteen. Mm-hmm. But you know, spoiler alert: we're gonna get there. Um, <laughs> we don't currently have one for for what we're dealing with now. But here's an interesting thing. So a lot of people are talking about a lot of uh, governors right now are in in 2020 are talking with other governors in their particular region about okay, how can we slowly start to reopen mm-hmm. the the economy? Right. Same thing in 1918. Right. So during the 1918 flu pandemic, uh, the New York City Health Commissioner actually tried to, they, they tried to slow the transmission of the flu by, um, by telling businesses, okay, you're going to open at this hour and close at this hour. And they started staggering those things, right? Uh, in order to, av- they were doing this to actually avoid overcrowding, not necessarily at the businesses, but at the uh, in the subways. In, in the subways, makes sense. So if everybody was open at the same time, obviously, hey, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do this thing. And so everybody would crowd into the subways, going to those different to do their different things. But they'd all be in the subway at the same time. So you now have this disease being spread amongst people in enclosed areas on subways. And so Someone's dog's calling bullshit on It's this. okay. Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> and mute, mute your phone, mute your, uh, mute your, uh, your stuff right there. There we go. It's good. Um, Someone's so, dog is just all like, nope, false facts. Uh, yeah, no, false. Yeah. <laughs> no. I will not comply. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> my turnips need to be planted. I <laughs> know, uh, right? I, my name Phil. is Chet. I live in Roseville. I have never grown corn, but I plan to do it today. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I, I know it's snowing today, but I really wanted to, to launch my boat. I really wanted to launch my boat today. So, um, that's definitely topical. So uh, either way, um, the 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 flu season now we you know nineteen eighteen we didn't know this but the flu season now every single year now that we have a vaccine we see this come we see this go but typically your flu season runs from uh, from kind of like the 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 late fall so right before the first snowfall to depending on where you are in the United States uh, to uh, to early spring and then and then flu season is over. Which, again, is why you might hear people saying, oh, you know, COVID-19, the summer's going to come around. It's probably going to die off. We don't know because we've never dealt with this particular strain, and there's four strains right now. Right. Uh, but either way. Actually, I believe there's up to eight right now. Are there eight? Okay. Yep. So yeah. last time I looked at yes, that was like eight, something like that. All right. So um, 200,000 Americans uh, were hospitalized because of, uh, of the flu pandemic of 1918. Um. And over the past, let's see, check my notes. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. <laughs> it's all right. One of the things I was actually going to mention, um, if you don't mind me. Yeah, you know, jump in, jump in, jump in. Okay. Uh, Make sense of my notes. Okay. Um, so the same thing that we're kind of experiencing now is something that they experienced before. So typically, like, illnesses, they go after the elderly and the young because they either they just don't have the immune system. Weak immune systems, yeah. Right, but the pandemic of 1918, most of the people that died 
were not the old or the young. It was all the people in between. And that's what we're seeing now. So it's kind of, it's just like one of those things where they say history repeats itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, yes, we have some, you know, populations that are more susceptible, but they're not the populations that are actually taking the brunt of, you know, the death from this illness. Um, And, you know, back in 1918, it was a little bit different though, because there were, there were like, people that weren't getting proper nutrition. Um, there were people working for really low wages. I mean, granted- okay, so I'm not seeing how it's different yet, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm just going to stop. Did you make notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, back yeah. then, and, and, and here's the thing, like I was actually having a, um, a Facebook debate with someone today because somebody was wrong on the internet. And uh, they were saying, what? hey, you know, they're saying that people are, di- are dying of COVID, possibly dying from COVID, and possibly dying from COVID-related um, illnesses, right? And we, we can't just go off of that. We have to know what's really going on. And as I'm studying the, the pandemic of 1918, to this day, uh, it is officially, it is between 3,000 people that died or, or that die annually to 49,000 people that die annually of the flu to this right. day. That's the spread. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. This, this is just kind of how it works. And so I, I'm, again, I'm not a medical professional. We'll be talking about that later on tonight on my show, at least at the time of recording of this show. Um, but that's just kind of the way, the way that things work. So yeah, young children, people over the age of 65, pregnant women, uh, people with obviously ongoing medical conditions, asthma, diabetes, heart disease, um, they're going to just like then into the, and not, I'm not, I'm going, to st- I'm going to stop talking about now. Sorry. I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> in 1918, they, anybody who had any of those things going on, whether you were pregnant, whether you had asthma, any kind of underlying medical, uh, issue, you were more susceptible to this new novel flu. It was right. And, then, and right? at what point flu and flu related, it doesn't matter. Right. It's all flu related. Right. Right. And so here's in, in 1918, it was originally this showed up in the spring. It showed up in the spring. It was kind of mild. Um, people experience what we would consider your typical flu symptoms now. Coughing, shortness of breath, sneezing. You're out of work for a week. You go back. You're fine. Right. That kind of deal. Um, and went dormant pretty much during the summer, but during the fall came back with such a vengeance that people would die within days or hours of experiencing symptoms. Hours of experiencing symptoms. So that would be like, okay, we're recording right now. Right now it's 2.37 p.m. on April 19th, 2020. That would be like at 5.37 p.m., Dave being in the hospital and dying from... What? from this. Why you That's gotta, how fast why you gotta put that crap on me? There's <laughs> reasons, Dave. There's reasons. And there, so I, 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 here's the reason. I picked Dave because I knew he would go, why are you picking me? That's the joke writes itself, Dave. <laughs> the joke writes itself. Well, no, and, and to your point, I mean, and, and this does kind of dovetail, because I had posted this, I don't know, uh, I don't know, a few days ago now, um, and I had everybody like questioning me and trying to fact check it, and well, it's it's legit. Um, so in it was, uh, I believe it was September 28th was the date, if I recall correctly, where Philadelphia uh, as a city was trying to hold a 
parade and a rally to sell war bonds. Because let's keep in mind, this is 1918. Right. It's, mm-hmm. the, it's the waning period of World War One, but World War One is still going on. Um, and so they're trying to sell war bonds. And so against everybody's advice, uh, Philadelphia said, nope, we're still having this damn parade. And so 200,000 odd people uh, lined the streets within 72 hours. Every single bed in Philadelphia's 31 hospitals was filled. Yep. And the city ended up with 4,500 people dying within a matter of days. Now, to be clear, there, to be clear on that, to be historically accurate, there was no quarantine yet. That caused the quarantine. Uh, no, they, they knew it was coming. They, no, they, they, they knew there was there was an ended. issue. No, they prematurely ended the quarantine in order to let this parade run. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I read incorrectly. It was probably yeah. a right wing site. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Ellie. Um, so, as you said, hey, it, it's going it's going on during World War One, and I said I was going to stop talking about 2020, but again, parallels. So World War One is going on. Uh, this affected servicemen during the time. So uh, obviously if you're on the front lines of war, you're already dealing with the fact that you're out in the elements. All of a sudden somebody's wounded. You're having to bind up their wounds. Um, limbs are being cut off, things like that. Um, you didn't have the same anesthetic that you have uh, now and in, uh, in, in all that, but you had world war one servicemen who were being affected by this flu. Just like now, I believe there was a captain of a aircraft carrier who was dismissed uh, because he said, hey, mm-hmm. our ship is full of servicemen who now have COVID-19. Um, yeah, and the so again, Pentagon of, official stances to uh, sequester any news of outbreaks happening at bases and everything, too. Right. And, and same thing with uh, one of the people that I have on my show tonight. She's a nurse in an ICU unit dealing with COVID-19, and they are barred from speaking. So Dave's going to have to actually modulate her voice tonight on my show, which by the way, Dave, reminder, you got to modulate her voice. So uh, anyway, so Spanish flu, death toll, 20 million to 50 million people worldwide. So again, same parallels with 2020, where people are either dying from COVID-19 or COVID-19 related deaths or possibly COVID-19. That's why we've got between 20 and 50 million. So that's people who are coming to the hospital and aren't necessarily able to be uh, properly diagnosed in, in 1918 because there's so many people dying. We just, they're piling up so hot we can't even do it all to people who don't go to the hospital. Right. Who die, who's, you know, this is going on, so it's probably that. So we're talking about 3%, 3% of the world's population in 1918 died uh, of, uh, of this disease. So um, obviously can't track the exact numbers, but Somebody alluded to the fact that it was called the Spanish flu. Didn't originate in Spain, but it was because one of their uh, their their head of state got very 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 sick, and was uh, and that's where it got its name from. Right, and uh, I guess a decade later, um, after all of this had happened, uh, the the World Health Organization told everybody, like, okay, <laughs> we have to follow best practices for naming diseases. Um, to minimize unnecessary right. like negative effects to like groups of people, nations, and economies. So they already knew then not to um, call it like they learned. Right. <laughs> call they, it. They've learned not to do that. Right. That's in the last few years. Now, he, now here's the thing. So um, 
1918, it hits. Doctors and scientists, much like today in 2020, uh, we're not sure how to deal with this because there's no vaccine for the flu back then. Uh, there's no vaccine for what we have now. Now, the main difference between now and then was World War I was going on. World War I was going on. Now, we might have shortages of doctors in certain regions. Guess what? Our doctors and our nurses, they're offering them premiums to actually go to certain areas. Like, I know New York is calling doctors and nurses to, to, their, to their state and their cities um, from areas that are less hard hit right now. Oh, yeah, and really offering them ridiculously yeah. large signing bonuses yes. to get, to get them um, So a region might have a shortage of doctors, but we can fill that need. Whereas in World War I, because the world was being ravaged by this war, that was an impossibility. Right. You could not, hey, I mean, most doctors weren't going to go to a war-torn area or a lot of doctors in that area had been killed because of either being bombed, shot, or disease itself, right? So much like our first responders today are saying, I'm going to put myself in harm's way and deal with these diseases, doctors on the front lines of war were doing the same thing. But they also had bullets flying at them. And, and things like that, and, and bombs coming at them. So that, that's a major difference between the, the flu pandemic of 1918, obviously. Uh, but back then, also aspirin poisoning, kind of like what we're dealing with today. They're saying, don't take, don't take aspirin. I'm trying to find all the differences. I've only found one so far. Is this I weird? I believe it's, uh, well, it's, it's Motrin they're advising against now. Oh, is the Matrix resetting? I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> yes, a- the only difference, it was 1918. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, oh, that same cat has walked by like three times now. With <laughs> I'm also seeing that there was, um, I mean, the, the a big difference is that it, it strongly affected the... Um, young adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. Is, um, people people who've been healthy a week before who were young. Yeah. Because, um, and from a rudimentary Wikipedia search, uh, <laughs> I found, yeah. uh, what's called a cytokine. It, it triggered a cytokine storm, which was an overreaction of the body's immune system. Um, and that just blazed through the immune system of young adults. Right. Um, and somebody there, there was a, there, the story in John M. Barry who said the, the most likely to die were pregnant women. And hmm. in 13 studies of hospitalized women in the pandemic, the death rate ranged from 23% to 71%. And of the pregnant women who survived childbirth over a quarter lost the child. That sounds about right. So that's like, I mean, that seems to be a big difference, at least at this point from what we know about COVID. Right. Um, I think they probably did a much better job from, they're probably doing a much better isolation job these days. Right. Uh, So let me, let me land this plane here. So summer of 1919 flu pandemic comes to an end. Right. Um, And, and here's why it came to an end. You either died or you developed immunity. Yeah. That's what that's what ended the pandemic, um, and it was, about, it was in 2008 where scientists were able to finally say what caused the the flu pandemic of 1918. So again, to people who are listening to this who are like, "Look, I need to know the answers right now." Look, you're going to be dead by the time the answers come out on what's going on with COVID-19. This is a way that it, either from COVID-19 or because it's 100 years later. Um, but 
<laughs> so some of y'all ain't gonna make it. Sorry. Um, or but from COVID nineteen related causes, if you want to be right. a, a, a so, specific prick about it. In in two thousand eighteen, they they discovered that a, a group of about uh, of three genes enabled the virus to weaken a victim's bronchial tubes and lungs and clear the way for bacterial pneumonia. This is uh, almost a hundred years later, uh, about 90, 90 years later, sorry, 90 years later, uh, they discovered that that's what, what caused this. And so obviously there've been other pandemics since then. Um, 1957, 1958, there's a pandemic killed around 2 million people worldwide. Um, so that's less than what we have right now. Uh, about 70,000 people in the United States. That was uh, 57, 58. Uh, and then 68 and 69 killed about a, a million people, including about 34,000 Americans. So this is not, this pandemic that we're experiencing is not necessarily un, unusual in terms of world pandemics. Uh, but at this point, we have learned from the science how to mitigate the risks and save more lives, at least hopefully. Maybe 100 years from now, they'll be like, in the pandemic of 2020, Right. They still hadn't figured it out. I don't know. But um, Calvin, but, science uh, is a lie from the devil. Didn't you know that? <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, but either way, uh, the pandemic of 1918 is probably one of the, I mean, it is the deadliest in American history and in, in world history. Um, but I wanted to kind of talk about that primarily because of what we're going through right now. Give some people some so perspective. Far. So, so far. So far. Oh, the first year of quarantine. All right. All right. Enough anyway. giving and gloom, y'all. Uh, I think it's time to pop out the plugs. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, as per usual, uh, Podcast Detroit, all the things. Uh, the website, the Instagram, the Facebooks, the Twitters. Um, you can find out about us and all the shows that run on the network. Uh, and hey, why, you can even start yours up even in the midst of all this chaos because we're doing that too. Yeah. All right, Deb, what's up? Uh, you know, all the usual, the deep water game, source point press N three art. Uh, and as always, fuck Steve. Calvin. Also fuck Jefferson. Everybody drink up. Here we go. Here we go. Also, I'm black. I'm black. Drink again. (laughs) I know. So, uh, Calvin Moore leading questions with Calvin Moore. Um, leadingquestionsnow.com. You can check uh, all of our uh, shows out from this season, the uh, previous six seasons. Uh, you can find us on all the places that uh, podcasts are found. Also, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Ellie? Well, you can uh, listen to my podcast, Cosplay Confidential, through the Podcast Detroit Network. Um, we talked a little bit about it at the end of the last episode. Um, so you can find us on Facebook at Cosplay Confidential Podcast. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential, and you can hear us anywhere that Podcast Detroit puts out their shows, like on SoundCloud and Spotify. And so, maybe Stitcher. Maybe Stitcher. Maybe Stitcher. Who knows? Who knows? Whatever. It's, uh, it's ABC. Anyone but Calvin. That's, uh, oh, uh, that's, uh, well done. Racist. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. wow. oh, God. All <laughs> right. Real quick. Go to stephaniemenard.com for most of your Stephanie Menard needs. I will be updating all the links for all of my books that are now being published through Rocketing Studios. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Shot of History. And until next time, I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Def. I'm Ellie. I'm Calvin. I'm Melissa. Dave.